Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman, and of course, we have the legendary Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, with us. And Doug, I'm excited about today's show because we're going to start about once a month going through each resort on the Disney property. I know you've stated a ton of them. We've stated a couple. And this is just a question that we always get on the show. Where do I stay when I stay on property? In fact, our number one most listened to show was off-site versus on-site. And so this is going to be kind of an elaborate uh, second part of all that where we break down each resort one by one. So, Doug, I'm giving it to you. What resort did you want to start with? Well, Derek, we're going to start with the resort that's kind of in the middle of the bunch. It's not the high end. It's not the low end. We're going to start right in the middle with Port Orleans Riverside. Ooh, a good resort. Yep. This is a resort that has a lot of flexibility. A lot of different families can stay there. One reason it's so popular is for a long time, it was the only place a family of five could stay uh, without going to Lux. I I have a feeling you uh, know a lot about that. You do. The family of five, the world frowns on us. It's like they're punishing us for having one too many children. So Port Orleans Riverside was a place where we felt at home. And we'll talk about how the family of five fits in a moderate room um, as the show goes on. But that's just one reason why uh, we've stayed there multiple times is because it was convenient and it fit us. Now Disney's gotten a little smarter and they've added some more options for family of five. But uh, this one will kind of always feel a little bit like home for us. We've stayed there as well. We've really enjoyed our time there. We are a family of four. So we have a little bit more uh, luxury. Yeah, we can go anywhere we anywhere want. Anywhere you want. Yes. Uh, so there we go. To to my wife who's listening to this, you know, family of four right there. So, uh, but, you know, um, I think the first thing, the question we always get is there are two resorts that have the Port Orleans in it. And real quick, Doug, why don't you separate them? We're going to do a, a topic on the other side. But real quick, just so uh, some people get confused that there are two. So discuss that a little bit. Well, there's Port Orleans Riverside. That's what we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. uh, which also has two halves to it to make it even more confusing, and we'll talk about that. But there's also Port Orleans French Quarter. That one's based off of New Orleans. Um, It is a lot more compact, a lot smaller resort, Um, still a moderate, but totally different everything can you walk from one to the other yes do you really want to no um its own pool its own food court its own dining it's separate own transportation so that's french quarter so we're not going to talk about french quarter today um another day maybe yep we have not stayed there because they are not family of five friendly so um maybe someday you will stay there and that's when we'll talk about it Derek. but they they shun us either that or we have to leave a kid at home 
Or I, I guess one of you guys could sleep on the floor, or but you don't get the magical yeah, express. They, they no and, magical express, no magic bands. It's just Disney's really uh, good at they, uh, you know making sure you account. don't sneak any kids in. Don't, don't sneak them in. Last thing you want is your little one not getting a magic band. That'd be rough. So, all right, Riverside, great resort. Uh, yeah, no, I and and it was one it's that was. It, it is. It's, that's probably what uh, I noticed right off the bat. That's that old southern charm to it very beautiful i mean we pulled up in the uh, cab and just wow that that's all i can say is wow uh and i know we've stayed at different areas than where you've stayed we've stayed in the alligator bayou and you've stayed over on the other side you were in the magnolia oh i was in the magnolia you were on the alligator bayou so you're magnolia bit you're in the mansions, as they are called. You're on the Giant plantation white side. mansions. Very beautiful, very luxurious. Uh, we did the royal rooms, which we'll talk about more in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, you have two sides. Kind of. Would you break it down with the family of fours and the family of fives? Is that how Kinda. bad Disney is? Um, the Magnolia Bend is all um, rooms for family of four. They have the royal rooms, mm-hmm. but they also have regular rooms. Alligator Bayou has some rooms that are just for four. Um, they don't all sleep five, um, but only rooms that sleep five are all on the Alligator Bayou side. Also, um, the most resorts have the preferred rooms that you can pay a little extra for. All the preferred rooms are on the Alligator Bayou side. There are no preferred rooms on the Magnolia Bend side because uh, they are a little bit further from the preferred location. So preferred rooms, Alligator Bayou, Sleeping Five, Alligator Bayou, Royal, and Mansions magnolia bin what about sizes between the two i know that's a question we get sometimes you have a family of four and you just want a little bit more room i know we're starting to get into that would it be worth uh maybe you know size and changing it up and going to the other side of the resort there is no size difference ah there we go just more people in the same amount of space so square footage no different from any of the rooms There might be a corner room here or there or handicap accessible room that has a little bit different configuration, but all the moderate rooms on property are the same size. So whether you're Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans, Riverside, or French Quarter, you're getting the same square footage. So if you upgrade, it's simply for the room type and views. There's lots of different views. So... um, so let's talk about that royal room, Derek. Tell us about it. Well, the royal room was uh, one that was recommended to us by the Robe Drop Queen herself, Michelle, but also because my daughter is an extreme Disney princess. And, uh, you know, originally we thought about the pirate room because my son does like pirates over at the Caribbean beach, but we switched uh, over to uh, the royal room. And I got to tell you what, I'm so glad we did. You walk in, there's pictures of all the Disney princesses on the wall, but there's subtle pictures. Uh, You look down on the ground, and there is uh, embedded in the carpet, you know, the genies or Aladdin's carpet, so you can stand on, get pictures. Even in the, uh, speaking of Aladdin, the, um, where you wash your hands in the sinks, those are lamps, the faucets are the lamps. So you have just so much hidden Disney stuff in there. And at first glance, you don't really see it. But as you look into it a little bit more, you kind of pick up on those kind of, you'd almost say hidden Mickeys, but hidden Disney treasures that really made this room uh, stick out for us. I know both my kids loved it. Um, For a family of four, 
it was the perfect size, uh, but also we're Disney junkies, so we don't spend a whole lot of time in the rooms, but, you know, the beds were great. I know they got remodeled a few years ago. Uh, it, it just, it felt, it felt just right, and uh, I think it definitely sold us on the moderate resor uh, resorts. Yeah, it, it sounds and looks amazing. I have not been in one. Michelle has toured one. The kids have toured it. Um, they're all jealous. Uh, Samantha wanted to get rid of Claire so that we could fit. You know, that was kind of the but conversation. But that's funny. She wanted to get rid of her sister, but not her brother. Okay. Well, that was, she just thinks of the last edition of the family, oh, right? Yep. Like, we should have stopped at. Actually, she usually says, well, you really screwed up. You should have been, an, I should have been an only child. That's really what she says. But, uh, yeah, the the family of fours fit over there. They're neat rooms, and they do cost a little bit extra. Uh, as you mentioned, the pirate room, you know, that big difference is pirate's room, double bed, royal room's queen-size bed, and that's, uh, that's big, I think. Oh, oh yeah, especially when you're, uh, you have a toddler sneak into your bed during the night because they're not used to a new bed. You're, yeah, you're glad you have a, a queen-size room. Your queen toddlers kind of sleep in a circle, like they're constantly moving and kicking and like running a half marathon while they sleep? Uh, somehow, whenever we sleep in a hotel, because it's their, not their uh, normal home bed, they both go to sleep in the same bed together. Then one of them will join us. So one of us will join the other one. And then the other one will join. Uh, and, and so all of a sudden, by the next morning, everyone's just flip-flop beds at least once or twice. And you wow. have no idea who you're going to wake up next to. That... that it's a little bit like college. No. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Depends on right, where you so. went to school. So, wild times in the uh, royal room. So let's the, move uh, the uh, dentist college was a little bit more wilder than I thought it was. Not really. I just studied a lot. I was really pretty boring. I just made the wild jokes. So, that's Magnolia Benside. So, other than the royal rooms, they have a normal um, standard room. It does not have all the extra touches and flares. There are some paintings that include Tiana, and there's a lot of um, Princess and the Frog throughout the rest of the resort. It's not as heavy in the royal rooms, but that's kind of the theming throughout. Mm -hmm. and it's subtle, so it doesn't hit you over the head with it, but you can find it. Um, in the Alligator Bayou, let's move into those rooms, um, there's different areas of Alligator Bayou, and the buildings kind of change from one side to the other, architecturally, they're, they're telling a story. If you want to get real excited, you can read all about that online and kind of see why the architecture changes more from like the rustic swamp to um, getting closer to the mansions. It kind of works its way around. But uh, the alligator rooms are really neat. So they have a Murphy bed. That's how you get that fifth person in there. And the Murphy bed is basically under the TV. And it folds down out of the wall. And it's got a big painting of Louie, uh, the alligator from Princess and the Frog, um, sleeping, and the fireflies flying around. And our kids fight over who gets it every night, so we have to come up with a schedule, and it involves rock, paper, scissors, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, the, the one thing that you have to keep in mind when booking for a family of five is that Murphy Bed uh, sleeps up to about the height of five foot two. So... Um, that does eliminate some older kids, some adults. Um, I do know some adults that fit, but uh, not yep. not all of them. So uh, you and yeah, I would you and I would be pretty close. I'm close. I am darn close. I think there's a weight limit too, but uh, five foot two is what I'm reading. 
just had to reassure myself of that. But it's a it's a big resort, and those rooms are an alligator bayou are really neat. Our kids like them. Um, but it's got all your standard amenities. You know, your bathroom is separated out where you have your double sink separate from the shower and the toilet so people can continue to get ready in the morning. That's one nice thing about the moderate uh, rooms. Disney has good layouts in their room, very functional. Uh, you go to some hotels and you really think, like, man, whoever designed this, have they ever spent a day in a hotel? Like, it honestly crosses my mind sometimes. But uh, these are really nicely laid out. Um, I like the rooms. They got a lot of neat touches with rustic things and different, like the like the end table by the bed looks like a crate, like a shipping crate, because the whole overall theme of the resort is kind of a shipping company on the Mississippi River. Um, so you see a lot of references to that. Um, I, I think it's a neat room. Um, so should we talk about the layout of the resort overall? Well, it is a beautiful resort. A lot, like you said earlier, a lot of mansions, a lot of cool decor. Uh, definitely, you can definitely tell that Disney kind of central feel to it where it kind of leads out to every, the main building leads out to everything. But what are some of the things that you really love about the layout of this resort? Well, I like that. It's kind of how it's divided into the several different parts. It's creative because it is a big resort. So you give the little areas its own name. It doesn't feel as big. You know, it's not just one big massive thing. But there is a river that kind of runs down through the middle and has an island at the end of the river. It kind of loops around, creates an island. The old man island um, is right in the middle, and then that leads into the main building. So there are some rooms. And I've stayed in three different buildings on the Alligator Bayou room. One time, it took me like five minutes to walk to the food court, tops. And that was, I don't hustle a lot late at night to go fill up refillable mugs. It's a casual walk. Um, we stayed in another building, number uh, 39, and we were on the furthest corner of that building from the main building, and it was a good 15 to 20-minute walk. So you can see the discrepancy right there in the size of this resort. And same thing with the mansions. Um, there's four different mansions, and the... Uh, you know, you pay a little more for a royal room. It doesn't mean you're close necessarily. Um, there's one of the royal or one of the uh, mansions, building number eighty. Like you are out there. It's similar in distance to the building I was in. I was in building thirty nine when it was a fifteen minute walk, and uh, when I was a just a five minute walk, I was in building sixteen. So in case anybody's super nerdy and has pulled up a map while we're talking about this, now you know. Um, and I had like a 10-minute walk from building 25 once. It was about 10 minutes. But it's easy to get lost. Um, oh, yeah. We definitely of, got lost a few times. Like, it, especially at night. Um, you're winding through like the, the swamp. And uh, there are some curvy sidewalks. I will be honest. I went out of my way a few times getting to and from the main building. But it's gorgeous. I know... Um, Along that river, like a lot of people are taking photographs. They have some old, like stone arched bridges that are really cool too, and kind of fun to point out to the kids because they just don't you don't see stuff like that. And I think that is something reminiscent of the the deep south that they're trying to emulate. 
Yeah, you know what? Looking at the map, I forget how close we were to the... Uh, and I felt like, you know, we walked a little bit to get to the main building and the lobby and the food court. So that's just an idea. I think I read that it's got, what, over 2,000 rooms? Something uh, just, like that, yeah. Just in a, it's a, a massive. Huge, massive, moderate resort. Uh, but it's worth it. You kind of, you know, even though there's that many rooms, I didn't feel like there's that many people. You know, I went out no. for a walk in the morning and I was, I saw one other couple, uh, you know, I took the kids swimming and there's only a couple other people in the pool. You really, even though there's a lot of people staying at the resort, you kind of feel like it's all to your own. Yeah, it, it really does. The food court, everything like that is, doesn't feel as crowded as say a value resort. Mm -hmm. Um, you definitely, you get what you pay for with Disney and by upgrading from value to moderate, that's one of the things you get is you get a little more personal space a little more spread out it helps give you that space and you definitely get the amenities for it speaking of amenities should we head into the main building and discuss what's in there sounds good to me i, I definitely uh enjoyed it and, and uh spoiler we're gonna get back to yeehaw bob here in a little bit so people who've listened to our podcast before this is where you find them so but first you have the main building and you have, uh, I don't know, do you want to talk about dining? It's always yeah. a big question. Let's start with the, uh, the food court. It's called the Riverside Mill. Yep. And um, it has some great options. Um, there's different stations that you can get food from. Uh, the thing that I love about that food court is the build-your-own pasta. I've probably said that before. You have. Have I? Yes, yeah. you have. Man, a build-your-own pasta, a huge portion. And it's what you want, nothing of what you don't want. So there's no picking anything out, no washing you could add because you get to do it. So that's one of the great things. There was always ample stuff for the kids to find, mm -hmm. um, good dessert selection, which is something I look for in a food court, not just one really hard old brownie or one underwhelming cupcake. They had a few more options going there too. Um, it's a good food court, plenty of seating. Um, and the thing that I really like, so there's a water wheel that's on the end of the seating area of the food court from the outside. Gorgeous. Tons of people take pictures of this water wheel on the outside of the building, but you can sit right inside there and kind of just watch it spin. It's kind of like watching, watching fish in a fish tank, you know, it just kind of relaxes you. You forget that an hour ago, you were struggling to get down Main Street USA to get out of the park as people were coming in. And, you know, you forget about that and ran over by a stroller or an electric wheelchair. It, it, that all washes away. Yep. And, and they, also, they also have a little kid corner in there where Disney Junior is going on. And uh, we mm -hmm. kind of stumbled into that. And I know for my kids, we loved it. They, they were able to eat and just kind of watch. And I was allowed to have a little time. Um, you know, stress-free, but you're right. There isn't, uh, you know, it's pretty big. You can yeah. you have a great, the bakery inside, it's, great, great baked goods. Uh, I, will I was say, very happy. Yep. It's a lot bigger than Caribbean Beach, laid out a lot better than Caribbean Beach uh, food court, like way more pleasant, enjoyable experience at mm -hmm. Riverside compared to Caribbean. Yeah, you didn't feel like you were just uh, – people were all over you. Uh, I, yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was – you know what? It, it, that food court is so good that I never even did the main restaurant. We never did either, and that is Boatwrights. Mm -hmm. And 
Boatwright's, I think, has quality food. It's a sit-down restaurant. You don't really need ADRs way in advance. They are helpful if you want to make sure you eat there, like arrival day, and you have credits that you know you need to use. Um, that's kind of what boat rights is for. Whenever it's raining or the weather's bad, there's always people um, at that front desk asking for availability. And I know that they usually are able to get people in if your plans change and you don't go to the park or something like that. And it's themed like a, so. Boat rights is where they build boats. So there's a huge uh, ship along the ceiling that has just the framing of it. And that's kind of neat too, the theming in boat rights. You can see that as you walk by and gawk because um, it's kind of open. But we haven't ever eaten there, so I can't really give a true review. It looks good. Not, um, not, not on my top ten list. Or like I need to eat there to experience Disney World. I think it's serviceable for if you need to eat at the resort because of some reason or other. Or say you went to Universal for the day. And you come back and you don't want to take the time to go somewhere else to mm -hmm. eat, but you need to use that credit. I think it's a great place to use it. There's nothing real sketchy about it or a reason to avoid it, but it, it is what it is. Yep, you know? I, we never we didn't eat there. We love the uh, the mill, and so that kind of and and the thing I like about you know those kind of uh, places where you get to pick and choose. We have kids, and one might want a piece of pizza, the other one might want a waffle, and so we did the food yep. court. Uh, which was really great for us, but I'm sure as we uh, as our kids get older, we might do a little bit more sit down restaurants. Um, but I thought we could finally move into the next part of the resort, which is the River Roost Lounge. Yeah, the River Roost Roost Lounge. Did you spend a lot of time in there, or a little bit of a little bit of time? Just a little it? bit of time. I wish I had more time to spend. I I really wish I was there for an adult only trip mm -hmm. and i could just i could spend all night in the river loose <laughs> i can't talk man river roost lounge and uh one of the reasons you mentioned him yeehaw bob he is oh, entertainment in a yep. nutshell now is like, it the he's same a one-man show is it the same yeah. guy every yeah, it's or, one guy is it wednesday through sunday something like that yep wednesday through sunday what i i think I, we were talking earlier the time was like some like six or seven to midnight, something like that. And uh yeah, he is just a ball of energy. Yep. And, and he I feel he bad because my wife eight thirty. Oh. Eight thirty to midnight. So a little late for little kids if you're trying to get them to bed. But there were man. there were still kids there. I know what's yeah. funny is my wife missed out. Uh I went down with uh my cousin in law uh and, and got my wife a drink to take back to the room but uh we stayed and watched them for a while and it was just it's a great show, but you're right. It's a part of the trip where you need to have an adults-only time. Or maybe when your kids get a little bit older and you feel like they're okay staying in the room or they're asleep, then you can head over to uh, to the bar and, and hang out with Yeehaw Bob. Yep, and you know, full bar, um, draft beer, cocktails, whatever you want. Plus, um, bar snacks are available, like nachos, wings. Um, then you get some local-type things with the theming. Um, I think it's Crescent City Gumbo, Crawfish Sliders, that sort of stuff. So they will tie the menu into the theming that they're going for at all the Disney resorts. But it's kind of it's a little more fun at one that's Port Orleans Riverside, um, where you're getting that New Orleans um, Southern type of food mm -hmm. mixed in there. It's it gives it a little more backstory. But Yeehaw Bob is entertaining. You can Google 
Yeehaw Bob, he has a webpage. It's uh, your old triple W's and yeehawbob.com. So oh, he's original. got some fun stuff go. on there. Yeah, it's got his, he's a one of a kind. That's yeehaw, Y-E-H-A-A, bob.com, in case, uh, in case you can't spell yeehaw. I have trouble with yeehaw. It's, it's tricky. A, it's a tricky word. Uh, but it's it a, is. It's a tricky. tricky word, but a great show. And uh, we definitely both on the show have mentioned it before. We highly recommend it. That, that's one that I see us in the future watching together, Derek. It sounds good to me. I, I really do. We will do, do a I, uh, live Rope Drop radio like show little, right before maybe live streaming stream. right there. I, it sounds sounds great. But it, the only problem is, you know, I'll be staying in one of the uh, royal rooms and you'll be staying uh, in one I'll of the... I'll be slumming elegant, it. Yeah, you'll be... Uh, in the the pull out bed somehow where they don't yeah all end up sticking the, over. Yep, the kids will kick me out of my bed. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Well, the other thing that they have in that main building is a really cool general store called Fulton's General Store. We actually bought our gifts because whenever we do a big Disney trip, we do buy uh, the kids each get to pick a souvenir, and I'm surprised that's where we got it this time. Or this, not this time, this last trip that we went on. They just had a great selection of uh, Disney mm-hmm. Disney gifts. And, and it was, you know, it's great. not a bad thing buying your gifts, uh, souvenirs from the gift shop in your hotel. I don't mm-hmm. say that. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to spend time in the parks doing it because um, most of the stuff is available in those gift shops. Um, not, not everything, but they have a good selection. Uh, the theming in the gift shop is kind of cool. They have crates and barrels, and like Huey, Dewey, and Louie are up to some shenanigans, I believe, if I'm remembering right. And uh, it's kind of a neat little gift shop. Um, oh, not little. It's pretty big, actually. It's one of the bigger ones. Um, they do a good job. The one thing, well, buying gifts in gift shop, this is a bit of a tangent. I would not recommend doing that in the all-star resorts. Don't, don't buy your, your gift shop stuff there. Um, they're in the other county. Disney World's in two different counties. Well, one county has higher taxes. So if you buy the same thing over at All-Star Sports, you're oh, paying wow. more tax. Yeah, Didn't so you've got a half cent. We Watch usually out. buy ours at the uh, World of Disney in Disney That's Springs. That's a good place. Uh, Can't so, go wrong there. No, we, and every time I go, I have to get my pin from there. So, But no, this time we did. We got my son a Buzz Lightyear and my daughter an Ariel pen. And it just, you know what? We spent a lot of time, surprisingly, in that gift shop. Uh, it was big. It was great. Uh, service was wonderful. And what I love most about it is, unlike World of Disney, it was just pretty much us in there. So I could keep mm-hmm. track of my kids and not worry about losing them. It's like the right size. Mm-hmm. It's not too big, not too little. Some of the uh, resort gift shops are a little tight, but that one's good sized. Um, so, Yeah. Enjoy it. The, the other thing in the, the main building is, of course, the lobby. Um, oh, beautiful lobby. That sort of stuff. And they have the the fans up on the ceiling. Uh, the, you know, my kids were like, that's not a ceiling fan. It was more like, you know, when you take a piece mm-hmm. of paper and you wave it at yourself. So old fans used to just be like a big fan that hung down and it went back and forth. They have fans like that. And I don't know of any other place that you can see that in 2016. I'm sure there's some historical site throughout the South that, that has those sort of fans or along the Mississippi river, but it is a really big open air high or not open air, but open mm-hmm. building uh, huge tall ceilings with those big fans up there and just gorgeous. Um, 
Yeah, yep. so that's the main lobby. And they also had a lot of amenities, and this will kind of blend into our next uh, part of the resort. But inside the lobby, they had some caricatures going on. They had some braid-your-own hair stations, uh, which kind of bled out into the outside of the lobby, which then goes into a whole nether chunk of great amenities. You don't see at a lot of the other resorts. Yeah, it goes right out from the lobby to the marina area. And there's a, like a little boardwalk almost. They don't yep. call it a boardwalk, but more caricature, press penny, that sort of stuff right out there. Um, the marina, um, they have a boat dock that we'll get to later when we talk transportation. And then that kind of wraps around the building. That boardwalk wraps all the way around to the food court. So you can get to the food court from the outside and from the inside um, through a hallway that goes past boat rights and the river roost and gift shop and um also your bell services are located in the main lobby and uh that's where um magical express drop off is and tragical express pickup is is at the main lobby so i say we venture across the water to the main island there the old the, main the only island. island the old man island, island which uh was under major construction when we were there it's uh, unfortunate so it, it was i missed out we did go on they have a little uh that's where like the kids' pool and the and the uh, the bar are out there, but they have a nice little kids' playground. So even though it's under construction, we did get to check that out. Yeah, we uh, fortunately have been able to be there when it's not all closed and shuttered. Um, and the pool is huge, a mm -hmm. um, lot of fun. Um, nice slide too. The kids really enjoyed the slide. Um, we've had fun at that pool on the Old Man Island. Um, Samantha always likes to joke about how old men are allowed, and so she says I have to go by myself, but of course they follow me. Can't get rid of them even when they try to. So um, the pool's fun. A big bar, too. We, we didn't go to the bar, but uh, we were at the pool, but it's pretty good sized. And there are some food options at most of the pool bars at the resorts. Mm -hmm. um, this one's no exception. So you can use your counter service credits there, um, have lunch, um, at the pool. If you're spending a day at the resort, just eat right at the pool. Um, so as you can see, this resort has multiple ways that you can eat. There's no shortage of food, but uh, the pool is fabulous. There's also five other quiet pools. We did check one of those out, uh, which I really liked. Uh, they provide life jackets, you know, only a few of us in there. And uh, they have kind of the, the pools, what I liked about them were... Uh, you know, the whole theming had that old south. I kind of felt like that with the pool, too. Kind of a little charm it, to it. Yeah, and the the alligator bayou, it, it kind of was themed, too. Each, each little pool, there's three different pools on the alligator bayou side and two on the mansion side. Yeah, they're all themed just a little bit. Not nearly as elaborate, though, as the main pool. There's no slides at the quiet pools. Nope. And to be honest... We were upgraded one time from a standard view to a pool view, and we had a rental car on that trip. And I wanted a standard view because that pretty much guaranteed you were close to the parking lot, right? That's I actually wanted standard view. The ladies say, oh, congratulations, you're upgraded to a pool view. All that meant that we were within distance of the quiet pool, which is not quiet. When you put kids in a pool, there's nothing quiet. It just is not nearly as loud as the main pool. So all that meant was we heard kids swimming. Um, there's just like one loud child each night. Like, thank you for letting your kids scream till 10 o'clock at night. But 
Yeah, so the the pools are all spread out, and it's really nice. I'm um, going to laugh when we get into the some of the value resorts, because I've heard so many stories about the pools there. And I know we are going to stay in one of the value resorts here, and uh, I think we're less less than two months away. So uh, I'll be excited to talk more about that. Yes, but you're staying at a value with an asterisk. I'm going to remind you of that. There's an there's a huge asterisk by that. That's like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire type asterisk. We'll, there. we'll talk about that one more, but uh, I, yeah, I highly doubt I stay at any of the uh, true value resorts, mostly because uh, with especially Port Orleans, I fell in love with the moderate. I feel like you get what you pay for, and the few dollars more you spend, uh, you're getting back in comfort and size, square footage, pools are great, less crowdedness, great food, and even transportation. I didn't know if you wanted to jump into that yet. Let's let's move on to transportation. I, I really like transportation uh, from there. There's four great bus stops. Uh, I take that back. I've talked in other shows. Uh, the one day, I, I felt like we were never going to get a bus to the Magic Kingdom. So besides that, being the guy that always misses the bus... Uh, it's still four four drop off pick off locations for a resort that size is really great. Yeah, and the the thing about the buses they they are hit and miss everywhere. Um, sometimes you have great karma, other times you don't. I think on our trip report the other week, I talked about how Michelle went to Hollywood Studios from Animal Kingdom. I went back to the Contemporary. I was already in our room with my feet up when they got a bus. So. And we stopped at Wilderness Lodge before we went to the Contemporary, so it, it's hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But we, they we say have had minutes. Misses. They say twenty minutes. The the thing about moderates is twenty minutes till you get that bus, right? So if you get on, at say the South Depot, well, then you're gonna go stop at the. Well, no, wait. The South, I think, is the last one. Say you get on at the East Depot, then you're gonna stop at the North Depot, the West Depot then the South Depot, then you're going to head to the park. So if you're getting on, the bus is always slightly full because people are still waiting for their stop to get off from the park. And if you're the last place picked up, like especially in the morning, the bus could already be full by the time it gets around to you. So that is some good and some bad. Um, It seemed like we were always the last stop when you wanted to be the first stop. and Um. We uh, have had a rental car multiple times at this resort, and uh, it's not a bad thing having a rental car at a moderate or a deluxe resort. Uh, A couple of the deluxes are pretty spread out. But, uh, yeah, transportation at moderates is probably my least favorite thing about a moderate. I love the moderates. I will complain about the buses, I suppose, because you got to complain about something. It can't all be perfect. No, right? but, no, you're right, and and uh, I know for us, uh, like I've said before, I'm always the guy who, oh, there goes my bus, and I'm I know I'm gonna end up waiting. And when you have kids, you never want to be waiting a long time for a bus. I do like how they added some TVs uh, at the main. They don't have it at all the locations, but at the main location, you can see, hey, how many minutes till your next uh, bus gets there. So maybe you can run into uh, the gift shop or look around yeah. the main building a little bit, you know, kill some of the time. So that's nice. But in our bus stop that we was by our uh, our drop-off, you know, there's no TVs. I ended up calling in 
to uh, Disney after about 20-25 minutes saying, hey, are we ever getting a bus? I've seen the Epcot bus at least three times now. That's my favorite part, when you see the other bus three times and your bus has not been there. Yeah, so transportation, it's good. We missed um, a rope drop because of it. That's what yeah. frustrates me. It, and, you know, with the transportation, another thing is the area you're in is technically the downtown Disney or Disney Springs area. Sorry. Um, so you are a ways away from the Magic Kingdom. So not only do you have to stop at the four stops or wait for it to stop at the four stops, you're going to be on the bus for a little while. Mm-hmm. No matter where you're going, um, Hollywood Studios is definitely the quickest one to get to. Epcot isn't too bad. Sometimes you wonder what route they're going to get you there. But uh, Magic Kingdom is a hike from here. You're all the way on the other corner of property, and there's a lot of traffic between you and the Magic Kingdom. They are working pretty good on alleviating some traffic. They're doing some good things. Um, And the buses kind of go the back way past Fort Wilderness to get to the Magic Kingdom most of the time. Every now and then you have one that goes down um, Buena Vista and you're just like, why Why are we here? What are you doing? This bus driver doesn't know their way around. Um, but uh, it, it, So that's something that no matter what the timing of the bus is, yeah, it's a little further. That's part of the deal. But it's a beautiful resort and that's kind of the trade-off. I'm okay with it. We, we've done both rental car and used exclusively buses there and had a great time either way the other big thing transportation wise is there is a boat Derek there is a boat there is a boat not many moderates have a boat to anything of value and that boat goes right to Disney Springs and that is wonderful we did not take it I did see the kids doing the pirate adventure which is another thing I guess we haven't (laughs) mentioned that they do different uh different fun things for the kids that that you can do the pirate day cruise but they do it yeah they have a boat to disney springs yeah and it drops you off on the marketplace area and you're right there near world of disney so you could get your souvenirs um it's not the fastest mode of transportation on earth but it is relaxing and uh, you're going along the river and it's you get to see french quarter from the water you get to see um old key west uh the treehouse villas are tucked in along the river uh, makes you really want to stay there, and then you look at the price, and you're like, oh, okay, we're good with Riverside. And, uh, yeah, the boat is one of a kind down there. So we enjoyed it. Yep. And you speak about price. That's another question we get. I mean, when you're planning a Disney vacation, and we've talked about this before, uh, when you look at Riverside with being a moderate, uh, and I always talk about you know price versus what you get, how do you fill this lines up with what you're paying for what you're overall getting? transportation, pools, food, the whole nine yards uh, versus what you're paying. How do you feel this lines up? I feel like it lines up pretty well. Um, there are some prices at a lot of deluxe resorts that I can't, I can't quite justify it in my mind. I've done it, but I can't justify it. I go along with it because my wife tells me to. But this one, you're a smart I feel man. like there you go. it... it uh, it's justified. You get what you pay for. You want to spend the $10, $15 more a night for, for preferred room. If you're going to be going back and forth to the food court a lot, that's worth it. Um, it beats being out and building 35 and hiking across the swamp. Um, but if you don't want to spend the extra money, it's worth it too. You save it and you know what? That's, that's three Mickey bars a day. So it's a good value 
um, you get a lot more at a mo- at a moderate than you do a value. I think the value price it, it is definitely less. Um, but if you're gonna utilize the food court and uh, just the amenities of the pool, the water slides, the big thing. If you want queen beds, that that's worth it because you don't get the queen beds at the value resorts. And so that that's kind of the big kicker for me. And I I have no problem with booking this resort um, from the value of it side, if that makes sense. I I like it, and you know the price. It depends so much on the time of year. There's no point in us saying a number because it can fluctuate by hundreds of dollars based on the night. Um, and the thing about that is different times of year, yeah, it's more expensive in July than it is in you know, mid-January, but so is every other resort. So the values go up and down. There are some times where the, values, the value, moderate, or value category actually gets more expensive compared to the deluxes. Like they don't always go up and down as much. During food and wine, the the deluxes go up even more than the other resorts. So it's kind of got some weird nuances to their pricing. But this is one that is pretty solid. Um, you're going to get what you pay for. Service has always been good for us, both on the, the mousekeeping and in the lobby, um, getting us taken care of. So uh, how'd you feel about it, Derek? I loved it. Uh, it. This resort alone is what kind of put me in the uh, decision that I have no desire to stay in a value resort, except that we do want to try out the aerial room at the Asterisk, as you call it. The yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's and the reason really why we're doing that is because of the aerial room alone. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, besides that, we will be stuck in the moderates forever. I feel like we we have no problem spending a couple a couple extra dollars just to get the uh the atmosphere the the I, like I said earlier I love the fact that I got up in the morning and there was not a lot of people around the food court wasn't crazy packed yeah there's other kids there um but at no point with two toddlers that I feel like I was losing my kids uh you know in in the gift shop we had it mostly to ourselves you know it's just for as big as it is it doesn't seem as busy and that's what really gave me that what what I really mostly loved about it, uh, and, you know, because with the with those uh, crazy resorts, uh, you know, um, you have people on top of people, and I can't wait to hear some of your stories about how full they can get. I've heard uh, some horror stories with the pools in there alone, and I like that we mostly had the pool to ourselves. So, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of great things about the uh, the values and the moderates, or yeah, against moderates. The Riverside is a place where on those bus rides, um, so we've stayed at every different level. The bus rides to Riverside, I always found myself in a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like we were with our people, you know. Um, it was, it was, there's kind of a camaraderie. Um, it, it's a huge resort, but it felt small. It felt cozy. Um, and that's pretty hard to to manufacture. I think part of it has to do with how the pool and the island is located kind of in the middle and the food court's in the middle. It's not like on one end Mm -hmm. or off to a side. Uh, And there's not a lot of, there's no roads to cross. Like when you're in your room, it's just all windy little sidewalks to get to the lobby and the pool. Um, And that makes it feel very tranquil 
and peaceful. And speaking of those roads, we didn't even talk about. They have bike rentals. They have horse-drawn carriage Uh rides that you can do. That's right. A lot of amenities, and and that's what you know. These are the added little things. You know, we saw the horses go by. We never did the ride, but my kids love seeing that. Yeah. And that alone is just uh, you know added value to the resort, even though we didn't participate in either of them. Uh, You can also go fishing. I guess. If oh yeah! If if you the want to fish, cane pole fishing. So not just regular fishing, but cane pole, where you just like it's the stick with the just straight down in, and I, we see people doing it, and they've had mm-hmm. a blast. So yeah, no other resort has that. No, so for I think this was a great resort to to do in our first resort review, uh, Riverside Port Orleans. Just hands down, Doug and I both agree that. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and questioning, you know which one do I stay in? This is this is a great uh, if you know if the price fits, this is well worth it. And mm. the gravy on top, we both agree, is Yeehaw Bob's. Oh yeah, yeah, and us agreeing on gravy. I, I mean, it's not even Thanksgiving, Derek. Nope, so. nope. It's uh, post Thanksgiving, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, there's a lot of hidden things. I think that's the other mm-hmm. thing we didn't really talk about. I feel like just walking around, uh, there's a lot of hidden, not just detail, but little games. Uh, you know that kids can do. There's movie nights on the grass, and um, just a lot of fun activities that you you almost you forget about unless you're doing a resort day. Yeah. And we're not people that do resort days, but we may do a resort afternoon or a resort night. Um, we almost always will go to a park at some point during the day. Um, definitely a rope drop. But this is one that we've come back to and enjoyed our time at the resort. And I can't say that about every resort that we've done. Well, I'm excited to hear more reviews from you mm-hmm. and, and just uh, some of the other resorts. I know you guys have stayed at the majority of them, and we have some Disney trips coming up at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. So we are going to, once a month roughly, uh, take a look at uh, different resorts on property, both at Disney World and Disneyland in the future. And um, I just, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we can do some Maybe a live remote rope drop radio from one of the resorts. Maybe if there's one neither of us has stayed at. So uh, all things that we're looking forward to in the future of rope drop radio. Yeah, I'm ready for it, Derek. Now we got to find one that we haven't stayed at. I don't know which one that was. We'll have to talk I, about that off, off, off air a little bit. There's a few that I haven't. Michelle is down to basically um, one, and then the all stars. She doesn't count the all stars though. So. You know what's funny is I have no desire to ever stay at any of the All-Stars, so uh, those reviews will have to be pretty quick and uh, painful, I think, to they, get through They a still bit. serve a very important service. That, that is they true. They have and their place. They, they have do. their place. They do. Uh, Fine, but they have their place. Wonderful. So, All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to our first resort review at the Riverside, Port Orleans. And uh, feel free to, if you've stayed there, uh, let us know. We'll put some stuff uh, throughout social media on Facebook and Twitter this week. Like and comment, share. Uh, But most importantly, if you have any questions about any resort, we would love to let the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight, point you in the right direction. She's the one that has changed my mind many a times. She has never steered me wrong on any of the resorts I've stayed at. So she will help you. Definitely, most of all, make sure that the resort you want to stay at matches the price you want to spend. So let us know and we'll put you in touch with her. 
But for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.